Hello everybody, it's me again. It is I, Carl. Welcome to the Carl Experience. I'm filming this at night because, yeah, I've run into a brand new problem. If you know me on Facebook, you know what that problem is with recording in the daytime. And even the screen's a little bright, but I had to turn the brightness up so I could see myself. My voice sounds a little harsh, but it's from the coughing. Um, yeah, this is Season 2, Episode 11. I'd like to cover some stuff here. Um, I want to start out with uh, the coronavirus craze. Let's see, the camera should be, yeah, right there. Okay. I'm new phone. It's going to take me a minute to figure this one out. So I'll move this over here more appropriately to where I'm supposed to be. Okay, now I feel like I'm a little more centered. Yeah, but yeah, uh, this coronavirus crap is just, it's outrageous. I mean, it seriously is. You have. You have everybody freaking out and buying bottles of water. If you live in a high-risk area, I understand it. But, like, here, there's they've got two possible, we're talking very maybe cases, of coronavirus here. So we're not under any immediate threat. It's not like the world is ending. Holy crap. <clears throat> then top that off, to top that beautiful pile of what the hell off, we have the flu season, which is just now kicking in. Now, if you know anything about the flu and the coronavirus, uh, the uh, coronavirus stuff, it shows the same symptoms as the flu. And I got a call from my niece asking if there were any confirmed cases of coronavirus in uh, Kansas, let alone Wichita, let alone Wesley Hospital. No, there are not. There might be in a day or two or something. But we're going through coronavirus madness. People are hoarding supplies because, oh my God, we might have to stay. No. Like me, I'm at very low risk for catching coronavirus. I caught the flu last year and still did my job. I still biked all the way to work, did everything. And every, uh, a, few of the, a few of the elderly people that I worked with were avoiding me like the Black Plague. That's their problem, not mine. <clears throat> I mean, they all went and got the uh, flu shot, and uh, I skipped on it, got the flu probably from one of the customers, or God knows. But I toughed it out. I drank a buttload of, of uh, garlic and onion bouillon, and I mean gallons a day. I felt awesome when I went to work. By the time I got to work, all that water, all that garlic and onion had wa uh, washed away in my system, and I was left feeling like crap, but you puke in the bathroom, you come back, and you still do your job. I packed a light lunch of, like, sandwiches or something, but we're going, as a society, we're going crazy. Oh, my God, they, they cough. They must have corona, but no. <clears throat> I've actually been coughing. It might be due to uh, smoking too much. Or any number of factors, but right now, yeah, this this crap of everybody buying out face masks. We bought out face masks when I was sick previous. If you, my viewer, if you, if my audience will remember that, if any of you still do, let alone if you still watch the sh uh, watch or listen. But yeah, we bought face masks back then because it was recommended that we do so. We still have plenty of those face masks left. We bought one box. One box of 
these hygienic masks and everybody's buying up face masks, buying up water, <coughs> buying up hygienic supplies. Whereas if you're in a high risk area, LA, New York, I get, I totally get that. But here in the Midwest where we're seeing almost no uh, 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 coronavirus outbreaks, <clears throat> people are swamping stores and depleting them of water and face masks. Even if the face masks can't save you, you're still buying. Okay, well, there's a catch-22 with that. You're also going to deplete your bank account. And for me, the biggest thing is, is um, all the people missing work. But we'll come back to coronavirus, because I think that's what I'm going to base this on. I didn't really have a huge subject matter, but we'll, can, we'll round back to uh, coronavirus, okay? Um, briefly, I want to take a minute or two out to uh, uh, announce that the race has narrowed. And I promise I wouldn't bring up a whole lot of politics. We're literally going to be spending like a minute or two on it. Nothing too big. But now, the uh, uh, let's see. Buttigieg dropped out. Um, Buttigieg dropped out, uh, uh, Klobuchar dropped out, uh, uh, Bloomberg dropped out, Warren dropped out, and so now we're left with basically two people. We're left with Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. They're the two that are running for everything. And Darren, need I remind you, you are behind, you are stand, almost standing in front of a camera. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think it's funny how uh, most, of the, most of the people who are part of this uh, delegation have now dropped out because they did badly. I think had, uh, I think if Buttigieg stayed in, he would have won a fair amount of voters, but him dropping out kind of killed that. And another ironic part is, is that now the two guys that are running for, on the Democratic ticket are both 70-year-old old white dudes who've been a part of uh, government for, what, 50 years? And let's be honest, I, they've, they both claim to have written every bill pretty much ever made, or they think they've written every bill ever made, and this is foolhardy and stupid. Now, what I want to impress upon uh, you guys is the fact that they everybody dropped out really quickly for no reason. Bloomberg probably should have dropped out. Bloomberg came in, and I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Warren dropped out. I get why she did, because she lost in her own damn state. She stayed in, you know, she was in for Super Tuesday, and literally, I don't know, she dropped out. I think she was in Super Tuesday, but dropped out. And she, she, she couldn't even get votes in her own damn state. How much of an, you know, how much of a, a weird ass do you have to be to lose in your own state to Bernie and Biden? Anyway. <clears throat> Enough of the politics. Just three of you guys might like to know. The only two left are Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. 
at this point, I can't back either of them. Me, myself, and I, I can't, I can't back either of them because, and it, this is going to sound real, but I'm just going to say it. They sound like stuttering butt monkeys. And they're, they're, I, I understand they're old and they're trying to be real, but they both have 50 years in government. And what have they honestly achieved? I mean, have they achieved any... You know, they, they're making promises now, just like every single presidential hopeful candidate who's come up. They promised the world. But yeah, that's just so you guys know. I'm going to move on now because that was a little too long spent uh, entertaining the political vein of stupid. Crossing that subject off. Uh, I'm crossing that subject off. Now, um, I want to throw out a shameless plug at this point. About nine, ten minutes in. <clears throat> Again, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tout about uh, Sprout the Antihero. He's on YouTube. He's on Facebook. Go look him up. Give him a listen. I I'm still I've got so much going on right now. It's not even funny. So. You know, I, I try to talk to him and support him the best I can within my podcast ability. And, yeah, I know that's limited considering almost nobody listens to me, but, uh, you know, what the hell? At least I'm going to try it. But, yeah, he, he's he's got something new he's got going on. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um, and in case you guys want to know, what I'm dealing with right now is... Um, Number one, I just got some new tattoo stuff. I got new guns, new ink. I got to go out and buy some new uh, gloves, like those 9 mil autom uh, automotive disposable gloves. I got to get a whole box of those so I can start uh, busting out the ink. And, uh, yeah, I've already got, I think at last count, seven or eight customers, and one of them wants a buttload of ink done. We'll see how that pans out, though, because... I, uh, me as a tattoo artist, the only two, the only people getting tattoos for free or even close to free, my wife and kids. Now, my if my mom ever asked for a tattoo, probably be Dorothy Gale or you know the lyrics somewhere with a rainbow tattooed on her. But my mom's diabetic, so I don't see her necessarily doing a tattoo at this point in life. But if she wants one, you know, my mom would be an exception. But yeah. I've got a lot of people asking for discounts. I do do a family discount, but that's literally for certain people. And some I had three or four people chime up, well, I'm a friend, so I should get a discount. Yeah, I give some very small discounts to friends because and my price is already pretty damn low as far as doing ink because I don't charge a lot because I don't have rent to pay in the studio. <clears throat> I don't have to pay someone to be in the studio, and I don't have to pay for the time, uh, uh, and all that crap. All the equipment I buy and maintain on my own, so yeah. Uh, we're on, I, uh, I haven't started up a web page or anything, because I usually go by word of mouth. My work, if you go to, if you go to my Facebook pictures uh, and albums, I have some of my work there. Y'all can judge it there. You don't have to. It's it's optional, just like life is. Now, 
Remember, still, Golison is Frothy Antihero. Uh, next up is Punditry and Funniness. I have heard so many people who claim to be experts at political matters. And some of it I'll even buy. But the people who are so ungodly biased politically, just just utterly, what is it? They, they, they drive me crazy. Well, I'm an expert at this. I'm an expert at that. I happen to know what's going to happen. I predict, didn't go back and find out they didn't predict anything. Whereas, like, the stuff, some of the stuff I've been posting choicely is just, uh, is stuff I posted and it has come true. Not only has it come true, it came wildly true. Uh, several things I said. Now, I know there are some of you who are uh, deep red Trump supporters. I'm not going to bag on your decision for choosing Trump. That's my podcast isn't for bashing. Uh, your political choice or your vote. If your vote, even if you voted for Trump, even if you voted for uh, uh, whoever, you voted. Case closed. You did your job. You did your civic duty. I can't complain anymore. Do I think your choice is right? That's that's my opinion versus what you consider to be fact or your own opinion. My wife didn't vote like me uh, in the last election. She voted for uh, Hillary Clinton. I didn't vote for either. I didn't vote for Trump or Clinton. But my wife voted, and I told her for what was it, a week afterwards that I was very proud of you for having voted because it was important that she vote. She needs to exercise. She needs to make political decisions like that that affect the course of the world for my youngest. She is the youngest child that I'm aware of in the family thus far. Of her generation, mind you. <clears throat> if there's any younger, I'm sure it'll wind its way for me finding out. But yeah, out of out of uh, out of her generation she, that I am aware of, she is the youngest, and we don't want her living in a place where it's too bad for her to live or succeed. And that's why when all that's why when I hear these political uh, moronotons talk about what's going to happen, what should happen, well, what should happen, well, Trump shouldn't have gotten in office, according to all the pundits, according to all the political analysts, all of them, according to all the political analysts, Trump should not have won. Guess who won? Now, do I think his win was completely legitimate? I don't know. I don't think so. But he is POTUS. He is POTUS whether or not we like it or not. Now, if you voted for him, great. At least you voted. If you like Trump for his policies, I'm not here to ju- I'm not here to call you an, a, a dipshit or something. No, you voted. You're allowed to talk back to me just as much as I'm allowed to tell my opinion to you. I'm allowed to opine, and you're allowed to opine back. And you all should know by now, I love hearing back from you. You call me an asshole, dickhead, every, every word. There's not a name I haven't been called, literally. There's not a name I haven't been called. But I enjoy the feedback, positive or negative, because that means you have an opinion. I want to hear your opinion. You can hear mine, you can see my, this video, and all that jazz. I don't have a problem with espousing, uh, with uh, proselytizing, I guess you'd call, 
my uh, opine. Some people are like, why aren't you? Now, for those of you saying, why aren't, why aren't you calling it your opinion? A thought before it becomes truly rooted in you. An opinion is something that's grounded firmly in your beliefs. Opining is just kind of riffing on a thought. Yes, I actually looked this up. <clears throat> now, if you don't vote and you say your vote doesn't count, okay. And I grew up with I grew up with the whole mentality: you don't vote, you don't bitch. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slam you for not voting, but at the same time, you can't complain about how wrong the government is if you're not contributing to try to change your government, change the people who make policies and make laws and do all this crap. And that's what worries me sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it didn't turn out to be very funny, did it? Anyway, now we're going to get back to the coronavirus because, yeah, full circle. Now, here's the funny part. <laughs> <coughs> no, I don't have coronavirus, so, okay. Now, for all of you who are so worried about the coronavirus, unless you live in a high-risk area or something where there's a lot of people who have coronavirus, Stop worrying. That's like you living in a in a decent sized mansion, but worried about being homeless. You're not gonna you're, you're not gonna make yourself improve just by worrying about something that may not happen. It's just the way it is. You only worry about what you're supposed to worry about. I can worry about uh, school shootings, cars that speed by my daughter's school too much. There's a guy every morning who, I don't know where the hell he's going, but he turns uh, over uh, over the corner from Dillon's and heads down Boston. Dude hits 50 miles an hour. You can hear his car. He squeals on his brakes to stop uh, at Pinecrest and then hauls ass down Pinecrest. You can hear his tire squealing and, ki and kids down, coming down the street have to dodge out of his way. That's taking my daughter to school. Like, dude, slow down. If you... If you're late, get up earlier, leave earlier, do something sooner. Anyway, I'm going to take a little drink of liquid courage here, so. Helps with the vocal cords. <laughs> and if you bought that, man, I have some beachfront property in Arizona, you're going to love. Anyway. The coronavirus has claimed, I think it was the last I heard... The last I heard was like seventy or eighty thousand people. That number could be off. I don't know. I don't. I don't go checking statistics on every <clears throat> mass outbreak like uh, our last touted battle with Ebola, which kind of died off because we n nipped it in the bud. What I do find funny is that a lot of the CDC uh, offices around the country were closed. Apparently, we had several of them, and they all got shut down when Trump took over. Smart idea, probably not the best one. But then again, you can call me a conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorist all you want, but I I kind of got this feeling that China purposefully created the coronavirus craze because it's a brilliant what it's it's a disturbing 
yet brilliant and simple way to reduce population in an area. <clears throat> and you can always inject people with small amounts of coronavirus, get them past security and everything else, and then have them take flights all around the world. And create many epidemics in several different countries. I'm not sure how many countries it's in, but I know it's more than a dozen. I think it's something like 38 countries across the world are now suffering from coronavirus outbreaks. Just like we do in the States. Um, but yeah, everybody's going hand sanitizer crazy. You know, if anybody coughs, everybody's looking to see if they're going to, uh, if they do in something weird. I personally, I don't get it. If you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. And no, taking the flu shot will not completely rule you out from getting the flu. Because I, I actually did the research on this bit of information, but they sent the wrong flu virus vaccine to the Midwest. They sent the wrong one here and sent the one that hit here on the other uh, onto one of out of the East Coast and the West Coast. I actually did research on this, and then they came out, like, two days after I got into doing that, they said it on uh, Nightline, or, no, 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 the uh, NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. And I went through and dug a little deeper, you know, looking past um, past just them, and found out, yes, it was, it was true, the flu... The flu vaccine was that was listed here was sent somewhere else because they thought that we were going to hit get hit by the flu that hit the east and west coast. And they say it's like literally taking up the barrel of that gun, spinning the barrel, snapping it up, and you've got three bullets. Every other every other uh, slot has a bullet in it. You don't know if you're going to hit an empty slot or uh, a bullet. So they're trying to predict which part of the country which virus is going to. You would think they would start at, like, patient zero and see what the hell they had and then go from there. I mean, scientific method dictates that. And, yeah. But people are looking... I've seen a huge uptick in how to make your own hand sanitizer, how to make your own antibacterial soap. Uh, all this talk about washing your hands all the time. I get the washing your hands bit. I'm, I'm not dissing the washing your hands. But I'm not going to wash my hands, itch my nose, and then have to rewash my hands. Simply because my nose itched right here. I'm not going wa- to wash up to my elbows for that. If I start sweating because it's nice outside. And I go like that. I'm not going to go right back in and scrub, you know, all the way up to my elbows. Because when we go through sick days here, you can ask my wife. We scrub up to our elbows a lot. We are, we typically consider ourselves a very safe and low infectious rate household. Which is why we don't really end up sick a whole lot. Now, if you're, and it has been found, and I read this on more than just the news, I read this on several different places, 
that people are all worried about the children. Welcome to find out children, the, uh, the child survival rate is 10 times higher than the adult uh, rate. <clears throat> the highest risk group of people is those who are, what, 65 and over? So, ironically enough, and this is going to tie into the uh, to the presidential race, only because of demographic, Biden and Sanders are both in the demographic to get the coronavirus. How ironic is that? We have two political, we have uh, two political gainsayers who are 70 plus years old, perfectly fit into that demographic. And Pete Buttigieg pointed it out that they were in the demographic. Everybody but him was in the age demographic to catch coronavirus. How sad is that when you have a, what, 37, 38-year-old guy pointing out that these old farts are more capable of catching it than he is. And he's not wrong. And they can say they run, they do all this crap. They're still at higher risk than the rest of us. They are at high risk, and they could possibly catch it, even because there's no there's no therapy, there's no cure for it, there's no antivirus. It's simply coronavirus. And for those of you who have been posting that uh, thing about that book that uh, suppose that uh, predicts the coronavirus, it comes very close to predi- uh, to predicting to predicting it exactly. Plenty of my friends have been posting and reposting about that novel that almost seemingly seems to predict this entire event. <clears throat> now, I'm sure all of you are worried. Me, for one, I am not worried. I'm not worried about contracting coronavirus because I generally follow really sanitary uh, stuff. Um, yeah, if I start feeling nasty or bad, it's a hot steaming ass shower and scrubbing the hell out of myself until I'm pretty much lobster red, uh, just like the, uh, going dead battery light that turns red on your phone. I, I scrub till I'm that red. Then I turn it to cold water to change out my body uh, uh, and uh, when that's all done, when I'm done sweating and my body temperature's lower, dry off, and I s- usually sit in my armchair with a jug of water, and I'm talking a jug. If I can, I'll get a gallon of water, uh, or if I pre-made it, get some bullion and just drink that all day. And oddly enough, the simplest, th- the simplest solutions to problems are typically the best ones. That's why I don't really believe in getting a flu shot. I mean, I stopped giving, I stopped letting my daughter get flu shots at four because she wasn't getting, she wasn't getting sick with what everybody else had. I when she, like we're talking three, four months after everybody else was sick, she would get sick with something completely different that nobody else had. So there's that to consider. Now, that having been said, oh. Yes, now everything starts to kick in, bowels and everything. But, uh, yeah, that having been said, I typically don't get, uh, we're, me and my wife are not in the age demographic to get coronavirus. So we typically, we, we, it's not that we ignore 
the the shot is we just don't need it. If you're at advanced stage, 65 or older, you need to have that shot. Well, not against coronavirus, but the flu. Coronavirus, there is no shot. It's just keeping yourself clean and sanitary. Not OCD sanitary, but sanitary. And, yeah, I mean, people going nuts and making their own hand sanitizers, which aren't really hand sanitizers. People are stopping. They got on the news how these store shelves are bare from uh, tissue paper and water. Or toilet paper and water. And hand sanitizers mean stores can't keep them on the shelves because we've created this... What do you call it? This this lemming society where if one thing goes wrong, everybody panics. Oh my god, we're gonna hurt virus or die. No, it's not. People if you live in a high risk area, I get if you're concerned because you have multiple people who have coronavirus and you're worried about spreading. But if you're in a low area like if like if you live in Montana Really? You're worried about catching uh, a coronavirus? You're more likely to catch a bullet to your head than you are to ca- uh, get a uh, coronavirus. Because Montana is, le- unless I'm mistaken, except for Alaska, unless I'm mistaken, Montana is the least populated, least densely populated state in the entire union. That's saying something. And I'm looking for a catchphrase for my uh, podcast. If you guys want to throw out your suggestions, I'm going to be tagging uh, Laura, uh, Laura uh, Corey, uh, Charlene, Charlene Corbett, um, Corey Morgan. Probably said that already. Uh, Sprout. I'm going to be tagging him. I use his name and his real name in the post, but yeah. Um, my niece Casey, if her, if her husband, uh, John wants to throw, uh, wants to throw in a suggestion for a catchphrase for me, go ahead. I, you guys contact everybody, you know, try to come up with a uh, a catchy, non-homicidally stupid catchphrase, something intelligent. And anybody using Walter Cronkite or friends, forget it. I'm not going to use any of that. If it's from Buffy, Angel, Charmed, any of those shows, forget it. it we need something. Inte- I need something intelligent to say as a catchphrase. And I want you, my viewers and our listeners, to help me pick that out. I want you guys to give me a selection. And if I give you guys another set of selections to pick from, you guys can pick from those. I mean, you, uh, you guys who are uh, participating... In this podcast, and yes, you you throw you throw it to your friends, and your friends friends throw out an idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a shout out. The shout outs are for people I know who are uh, participating, even in the sense that they're sharing the podcast. I'm cool with that. Um, now another thing, my podcast went from having two listeners. And all this to, I guess you guys like YouTube. You guys need to tell me if you guys want YouTube podcasts. 
to see me talk like this, or if you want me to do anchor podcasts. I don't mind getting on camera, it just... I, I tend to make myself look presentable. Today's been a, uh, today has been an excessively long day because we got cable and internet, so... And I spent most of the day, or uh, most of this week at home, getting and making sure packages got here. That's how I got the new tattoo stuff. I got my wife's computer taken care of. And we got, uh, oh yeah, this phone. The one you're watching, the one you're watching uh, record this right now. Um, but yeah, you guys help me out. I'm not asking for monetary gain. Hell, I don't, give, I don't really give a shit about that right now. Um, that's why this is an adult channel, so I can speak and act as I want. And I would like to, I don't need any more ideas from you guys. If you guys want to still throw them out on occasion, you know, like a personal idea or something for, if you guys offer me an, uh, a show idea and want to be a guest, you have to be available to be a guest, even if it's video chat. You know, like, uh, Laura suggested, she suggested at one point, or uh, implied at one point, that she wouldn't mind uh, uh, doing a video chat to feel out how it's going to work out. I have no problem with that, but like, uh, and yes, I don't want to shame anybody, but I'm talking to Corey Morgan. She may, or talking about Corey Morgan, she threw out an idea <clears throat> and said she was busy and yeah, she hasn't stopped being busy. I understand her MS causes her issues. Trust me, today I found out that I may have a precursor uh, stuff for glaucoma or cataracts. And I will be going to bifocals. Yeah, I'm, I'm close enough to 40. I've been wearing glasses since I was 10. I'm okay with bifocals. Having worn glasses for 30 years, now I'm starting to have vision issues. While I'm wearing glasses, I think it's time I started maturing and evolving my taste to where it needs to be. I'm no longer 20. I know I'm no longer going up and down the street on 20-inch bike, uh, high and uh, drunk, listening to ICP and hitting people with ill intention. Yeah, I've done that. I'm I'm not going to say that I've been the perfect role model. Being a dad changed plenty of that, so kudos to me. Or kudos to them. And we are now at the 34-minute mark. God, I didn't think I would get this far. My main issue with coronavirus is... And this is not to dis... This is not to uh, just shit on the president, Okay. But I actually saw a video, I actually saw on one of the uh, uh, video clips, and this isn't going out of context. So if any of you are like, well, this is out of context. No, this isn't out of context. <clears throat> the CDC, or whatever is in charge of that, said that the coronavirus was a significant event. It was, I forget the exact wording, but it was, it was a... Uh, um, uh, uh, not a not a you, you not a word you use slightly or very lightly. And then President Trump came up and said the coronavirus outbreak was fairly 
Or no, it was, it was substantial. That's what it is. The CDC said it was a substantial threat and all that. And then President Trump gets on moments later and says that it's a fairly substantial. It's not that big. It's fairly Fairly and substantial do not go together. Fairly decent. Fairly is a, is a, a mild to moderate term. Substantial means huge. That's like saying, I ain't done nothing. You're canceled to death. I mean, we understand what you're saying by proxy, but on paper, without proper context, you've committed a double negative. You've canceled out whatever the hell you did. If you didn't do anything, then you did do something by act of uh, English. Yeah, I know, I'm not meaning to give you guys English classes. Now, you guys should already know how to keep yourselves clean. You guys should know how to keep yourselves hygienic. Considering almost everybody listening to this should be 40 or close to 40 and above. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain about how dumb people are and how stupid they get. Like, we've had four other friends here just in the city that we've run into just going out and about. You guys aren't stocking up? No. We stock up on toilet paper because we because for some reason we use a lot. I'm not sure why, but we do. Other than that, then we're going to stock up in hand sanitizer? Hell no. Will we stock up on Dawn, Dawn dish soap? Hell yeah. Because this does really good dish soap. But as far as everybody going nuts and wanting to wash our hands, all these other uh, unhealthy Obsessions with uh, keeping that away. Like the 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 recommendations they made tonight on, uh, or even yesterday, on World News or you know whatever news channel you're watching, stay six feet away from people you may be uh, from people you think might have it. Okay, if you live in a high risk area, I get why you do that. I live in a low risk area. I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna stay six feet away from people uh, because. No, uh, everywhere we go, there are people within three feet of you. Now, if they have coronavirus and they say they've got coronavirus, then there's reason to stay the hell away. But six feet away in a low-risk area, that doesn't make any sense. That's like going to a fish market and one piece went bad. Uh, one piece obviously went bad. They toss it out. They toss all the pieces that were touching it. And the worker who was working on it has to throw his gloves away. That I get, but throwing an entire damn bin of uh, really expensive fish makes no sense, but that's what I usually, usually check that. But yeah, that's like, it's the whole bad apple in a bushel thing. You find one bad apple and you throw the whole bushel away, even though it's the only bad apple there. You're throwing, you're throwing uh, stuff away for no reason. And yes, I have actually had that happen. I've gone, I've bought, I've, years and years ago, back before I stopped eating apples, period, I bought this big ass uh, bag of apples. We found one bad one, and my ex and several of her friends were like, no, throw the whole thing away. It's, it's all bad. One infected at all. I go through each apple looking for a ba- another bad apple. 
Not even a bruised one. Just that one bad apple. Throw the damn apple out. Keep the rest of them. That's a really nice apple pie, too. I think my ex made an apple tart or something. Which was completely inedible because it smelled heavily of carbon and arsenic. And don't eat that shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it smelled horrible. It tasted horrible. I had a few bites of it before. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not eating this. You can feed it to the dog. Or you can toss it out the window. She tried to feed it to the dog. My dog looked, looked at her like she was nuts and then threw it away. Yes, it was that burnt. But yeah. If you find, and we're, since we're going into flu season, you need to remember that just because somebody has a flu doesn't mean they have coronavirus. I really get irritated with this crap. I'm already going crazy over. Well, don't you have sanitary supplies? Yeah, I've got dish soap. Well, don't you have hand sanitizer? Yeah, I don't use it that often. You know, I mean, typically when I get them working on cars, I can grease in my hands. I've got a scrub brush and use some Dawn. About 10 minutes later, my hands are perfectly clean again. I don't like being dirty if I don't have to be. If I need to be, okay. But, um, yeah, for those of you who might live in a high-risk area than me, I suggest you keep yourself hygienically clean, and if you need to, wear a face mask. <clears throat> the sad problem is, is with the run on all these supplies, we're just playing devil's stupid. We're not even being intelligent about our resources. Because as soon as coronavirus, as soon as this coronavirus scare is done... The landfill will be full of a shitload of masks that didn't need to be used. Everybody goes fucking crazy over this shit. They don't need to. There's no reason to be scared. If you live in a high area where people are dying or contracting it, okay. If you just have a bunch of people getting the flu, there's no reason to really worry that much. I mean, you still have the same precautions. You cough into your elbow so you're not... <coughs> oh, hey... You know, spreading it around like that, but stay sanitary. Stay clean. Don't be OCD clean like Monk from the TV show. But yeah, I'm going to end with that note. Uh, again, shout out to uh, Laura, Corey, Morgan, uh, Casey, John, Sprout, uh, Charlene, Amy Sonster, she might uh, Amy Sonster might like might not like my opinions, but some of you probably don't anyway. But you know, hey, uh, I'm still if you send me feedback, I'm still going to listen, even if what you got to say isn't nice. My job to listen to it all. That's the beautiful part about owning, uh, about doing this podcast. It doesn't matter if I mess up big time. Y'all are there to correct me. If I mess up on a fa- if I mess up on a fact and you can prove that you're right, I can take that. I can take that uh, criticism. And even if you guys don't have any, even if you don't have anything useful to say back, I've heard worse things. You guys keep on listening. I'll keep on making. I'm probably gonna have to make another podcast tomorrow or Sunday, just to keep up with my podcast schedule but yeah this 
past uh, past two weeks just been hell and high water, and then uh, uh, Robert has some crap going on with his family life uh, that truly I'd never want to go through. You guys want to sh- throw prayers out to him? It's Bob Holly or Robert Holly. He runs his own podcast, but I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna ask. You, I'm not gonna ask you to go look at it because it's plugging his product instead of mine. I'd rather plug my own podcast. It's not to be cruel. It's just the way the world works. And, and plus that, and I generally tend to think my content's a little more well. <laughs> <coughs> kind of warm in here i'm gonna turn the heater down uh but yeah you guys have fun and i'll be posting this youtube and anchor and hopefully some of you guys will give me some feedback because i really need some feedback should i just stick with youtube because i got a better phone i can now do more crap with the uh, with it so yeah you guys let me know about should i do a youtube podcast and just drop anchor or should I stick on Anchor 2? Me, I'm going to go with... I, I don't care which one it goes to, but I feel like more of you guys watch if I'm on YouTube. So we can keep it that way. That way I can keep my audience. Because you guys need to hear me and I need to listen to you. I have to find the list that I made of podcast ideas because I could not find it for some bizarre reason. But then again, I did start this podcast with five minutes to go. And literally, my podcast script, you guys are going to be behind the scenes. This is my whole podcast script. All that talking from this. All that. And I typically have stopped scripting the whole thing because I get through the whole script part in about 12 minutes. And that's that's with me writing like three or four pages of dialogue and riffing it here and there, but yeah, I'm thinking you guys are like going to like the YouTube videos more, um, I'm going to be doing one on music soon, maybe if, uh, uh, maybe when, uh, Stroud goes on vacation, when he visits me, we might do an interview, a quick interview with him, uh, that way you guys can see who I'm talking about, and maybe he can plug his own shit, and, uh, Hopefully he'll hopefully he'll hear this. He may not even see the damn episode because it's forty six minutes in. But uh, <laughs> I look forward to you guys. If you guys want to send videos back, go ahead and send videos. If you guys want to leave an audio back to me, go ahead. If you guys want to make comments, go the hell ahead. I don't care. I'm still going to read everything. Uh, Laura, I'm still waiting on your video, uh, uh, response to my last video podcast or audio podcast. Um, yeah, if I say anything that offends you, let me know. I mean, doesn't matter whether I, uh, doesn't matter whether I do or not. You you guys can let me know, even if, if it offends you. Okay. You told me, doesn't mean anything's going to change, but yeah, you guys have fun. I'm going to get off here. So peace out. Bye.